Welcome to the Craving Consciousness Podcast. I'm Brandeline Johnson, a rule-breaking, nature-loving, law of attraction junkie who is a lifestyle entrepreneur, psychic medium, spiritual business coach, educator, and author. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a topic that will help you to awaken to your gifts, align with your soul's purpose, and ignite your lives and businesses. We don't follow the masses. We are consciously creating our evolution. Get ready to have the best human experience every day. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Craving Consciousness, our podcast. And today I have Wendy on here with Of Worthy of Light. She's a psychic medium and a Reiki master teacher. And she's also passionate about the law of attraction. So I had to have her on here as a guest to share share with us. So welcome to the podcast, Wendy. Hi. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. I just love your bubbly energy too. So I knew that talking to you was going to spread your energy far and wide and, and have people pick up on it, right? Awesome sauce. So one of the questions I love to ask people that are gifted is, is how did that come about for you? How did your awakening process happen? Well, I actually was born this way. So I don't, um, I would say at the age of three is about when I totally noticed it. Um, you know, and then as life goes on and life goes on, you get told you're kind of different. Um, and it's, it's quite hilarious. Like I was always that bubbly, cheerful person, um, through, school and all that kind of stuff and but yet I still had this little bit of an you know those people that were in the um, commons area per se that at our school um, that were a little bit different and unique I had this urge to be drawn towards them but you know they don't want to talk to some cheerleader that's rah 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 in their uniforms you know so just as I got older I you know I've always had a passion for ghost hunting and anything and all things ghostly um but i do not watch scary movies no 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 uh i uh you know slowly i guess you could say i call it i came out of my broom closet uh, i started out doing ghost hunts and you know finally opening up to some few people and just slowly you know, worked my way into finally saying, ha ha, this is me. And not that I wasn't always like that. Like I've always been that kind of person, like take me as I am or don't take me as all, at all. But I still hid that little part of me and afraid of what people would think. And I finally just said, whatever, you know, like I'm going to be me and this is me. Here I am, broom closet and all. I'm opening it up. So. <laughs> I love that. I think that um, a, a lot of intuitives struggle with coming out of their broom closet. That's what we call it. I love it. Um, because it's something that society hasn't accepted, you know? Yes. Oh, yes. And when people are programmed that everybody's supposed to be a certain way and then somebody comes out and they're completely not that way, 
they're they're programmed to judge even even they're unconsciously judging you because they think that this isn't supposed to be this way but i do have to say because i'm going to give some of those people out there some hope um i you know because i think because i've always given hints that i'm this way you know per se I was prepared when I came out of the closet to totally get some kind of negative feedback somewhere, and I have not got any. Perfect. I mean, don't get me wrong. My dad tells me, you can't do that. But I just tell him, well, you you tell your sister that when you see her, when you see her in heaven. That's it. But, yeah, no, I didn't get any, like, I was afraid I was going to get email messages telling me that, you know, this way or that way, or I shouldn't go do that. Not once, not once. So just arrest some people's minds, you know, forewarn your people, tell them, give them hints. And then when you do finally say, ha here I am, take me or love me, leave me or go, you know, they, they, they love me for me. So beautiful. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you, cause I know the listeners probably, uh, heard you say you don't watch scary movies. Can you share with the listeners why? You know, I don't watch scary movies because I don't, and I don't watch a lot of things that make me cry either because I do believe what you feed your brain is what you not necessarily live or acknowledge, but it, it contaminates your brain, in my opinion. Like, I don't want to see somebody getting hurt. I don't want to see Freddy Krueger's hands, or I think he has <laughs> those scary hands, right? I've seen the movie yeah. once or twice. Um, and I have nightmares. Like, I dream about that. I don't know if I can cut. So, I dream about that crap. Like, I don't want to cream. And I don't watch, like, I quit watching those other movies that are shows that have to do with, uh, uh, teen MOMs and stuff like that because they make you cry. I don't want to cry. I, I want to watch happy movies. So my go-to is Hallmark when my husband wants to watch a scary movie. There you go. See, I like that. So the, I asked that question for two, for one reason, and then you took it to the other, which I think it, it's great. So that goes right in with the law of attraction. Yes, that totally. Right into the law of attraction because everything is energy and like you're saying it's contaminating your brain so it's going into your little computer program and whatever your emotion you emit during the time that you're watching movies or the news if people yeah oh yeah that vibration is emitting and it's going to create more of that in your life and more of that in our world exactly don't get me wrong. I know plenty of people that can watch those scary movies and still be normal and not dream about it and not be influenced. But I think the mass majority of people in this world are influenced by what they watch and what they hear. Right. So the other reason I asked that question is because as a like a paranormal, you're you're doing paranormal work. When <laughs> you watch one of those scary movies and it's actually a real based on a real story or if you watch the ghost shows those oh are, I watch those those are based on real ghost shows you you know as a medium that those ghosts can come to your house after you're watching that movie right 
I've not experienced that, although I have heard of people experiencing it. Um, knock on wood, because every time I say I haven't, my darn God show me I have. So please don't show me this. I do not want to see that. Um, but yeah, personally haven't had any experience where I've watched one of my, I do watch the ghost shows, um, any of the ghost shows. Um, and had them come visit me. But I also think um, it has a lot to do with the state of mind. So if you're trying to tap into the situation that's at hand in your head, then I think that you are giving them permission. Where I, When I'm watching it, I'm just watching it as a spectator. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some of those freaky ghost shows out there, like haunting something. I don't know. I don't watch those. Those are no goes. Um, but yeah, the general ones, I've never personally had it happen, I, but I do know that of some people that have. Yeah, yeah, interesting. So, in regards to your mediumship, how does that work for you? Um, are you like the Long Island medium and all the ghosts just come, you know, say, I need you to find my living person, or is it based more based on when somebody signs up for a reading with you? Well, you know, it's a little of both. I've had, my first time I ever had one that I acknowledged, I guess you could say full on acknowledged, she just popped in my head. Um, I had thought of, I had seen her daughter's post earlier that morning um, on something, but I didn't, I don't even remember what it was about. And taking my kids to school, she just hopped in my brain and was like, hey, I'm here. I got to tell you something. Can you tell my daughter? And it's kind of like that. I mean, I can put intention out there and receive it, but, um, and I don't get me wrong. There's plenty of times I've been in the grocery store and Joe Schmo's family members like, Hey, 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 can you tell them this? I'm thinking, I'll say to them, listen here, lady. They don't know me from Adam or Eve and they're going to think I'm crazy. I'm not telling them nothing. <laughs> nothing i love you so much you're so funny this is the part where it, it is it's your free will you have the right to say yes or no it's just like if they were a live person like hey you know go talk to the, my other live person oh yeah like i have a reading actually this afternoon a private reading with a mother and a daughter and as soon as i claimed it yesterday and wrote it in my book um their aunt pops in my head and it's like, Hey, I, you're going to see him. I got to tell you something. I'm like, listen, listen, I forget everything, lady, forget everything. So whatever you want to tell me, you might as well just wait because if you don't, it's not going to come through because I forget it. It comes through me and it's like, it's not my own. I got to release it. And unless it's like something traumatic or hugely exciting, I don't remember it. That's true channeling right there. That's true channeling. Yeah. So you keep saying how they pop in your head. Do you, do you see them or, or hear them or how does that work for you? You know, uh, most of them I see here and can um, like actually see them in circumstances or in a, like in a state that they want me to. Um, sometimes I can only feel them and hear them. Uh, it, it just really depends on the actual spirit. I'm learning a lot about, um, 
you know, my beliefs of how they come through. Um, for instance, one time I was, uh, you know, doing a family and their uh, uncle came through and I could see him vividly, like vividly. I could explain what he's wearing, where he's sitting, what he was doing, how he was, what he looked like, everything about him. And I come to realize that he actually comes here quite often and is at a house that has parties all the time. So I really feel like his being was much more stronger because he's surrounding himself with energy constantly. So he's feeding his energy, I guess you could say. But then there's some that, you know, kind of are there and they're faintly in the back and I have to, you know, give them energy, I guess you could say, I feel like to get them to come out more. That's really interesting. So let me share a little bit about that with my gift. Um, there, there are certain spirits that kind of resemble what you're talking about for me. And it's like, they show me that they're kind of in a doorway, mm -hmm. kind of way over there. And they're really kind of fuzzy or mm -hmm. And to me, in my, in my mediumship experience, that usually means that their vibration doesn't match my vibration. And so they need to kind of like piggyback on with a, a, one of their family members that is higher vibratory or, or maybe their spirit guides are the ones that are, are communicating with me. But I always see them that way. They're in this doorway and they're like way over there. So that's like my agreement, right? Once you, you, you get, you know, cause you're always learning. So that's my agreement that their vibration isn't high enough. Yeah, exactly. I've, I've had that. And that's why I say like, I either, I feel like I give them energy or more permission or something to where all of a sudden when I feed that they are that person, when I describe them then it kind of feeds their energy and they come back. So I don't know if it, I don't necessarily think it's me feeding their energy. It's my validation from their loved one that gets excited and it's like, oh my, yes, 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 that's them. Um, that maybe it's their energy that feeds them. I don't know, but if they do, they first will seem like not as strong of a spirit to talk to. And then all of a sudden, as I keep going, they get stronger and stronger. But I have had, um, I, I recently had one that um, one person came through and there was another person behind them and they wouldn't allow them to step forward. I could see them, I could feel them, um, but the one spirit wouldn't allow them to talk for some reason. And I, I still don't understand that completely, but it has, and I've seen them where they're just afraid to talk to, like something ended wrong and, and I have to coerce them that they want to be heard from them. <laughs> like, come on, come on. They want to hear from you. Can't you feel that? So I, I really think it just depends on the spirit and how, how much energy they have themselves or um, how much they're willing to receive too. That's beautiful. I love how you speak to spirit as well. <laughs> I um, heard a couple of your recordings where you've been on the paranormal hunts and, and how you call, speak to the spirit and then the spirit talks back to you. Like you play games. Oh, 
Yes, I love playing games with them. I'm known at the at, um, a jail that we frequently go to as the number lady because as soon as um, I show up in a certain area, they start counting and, you know, with our devices. Yeah. Share, share with the listeners what you're talking about, the numbers. Um, so what I do is we have a box that actually allows them to speak through it um, and manipulate their voice, you know, voices to come through. And, uh, when I go there, I explain to them and now I don't even really have to explain it unless they're really like, if, if someone's new that comes then I explain it, but what I do is I just say, okay, I'm going to count. We're going to go for it. You know, one, two, and I pause and they say three and I four, five, six, and then they'll, pause and they'll say seven it's really cool to see him do it um recently we were at the jail a couple weeks ago and i'm like one two and they were supposed to say three and they said two and i said i already said that and he goes oh darn <laughs> and yeah so it's quite interesting and the other day i pulled up just to say hi to him and me and my husband, and they said on the box, um, they're here, they're back. And then they started counting. And I'm so like, funny. Yeah. And then I do things also like that they would know, like things that have been around forever. So, like, on your marks, get set, and they'll repeat to me, um, here we go. <laughs> so it, it's more validating because of the fact that you, you know, um, if they can do an, in, you know, intelligent response to what you're saying, even if the numbers aren't correct totally, you know that, uh, hey, we're counting, you're counting. It's kind of neat. So why do you think that those spirits are in that jail? And wait, let, me, know, let me double load that question. Why do you think those spirits are in that jail? Do you think it's their entire soul that's stuck there or just a resonance of it? Um, I do think that um, there are some that are just um, imprints, I call them, where it's their actions over and over. And then I do believe that there are highly intelligent um, souls that are still there. I, I don't, I'm like on a limbo of whether they are all stuck there or come back to visit. Because I think some of them, especially the one guy that I have talked to personally, um, I don't think he's stuck there. I think he comes back because he knows that people go there to communicate. And I think it's just fun for him. Yeah. Uh, and he loves to, um, I, when I go and he comes around, uh, I have a song that pops in my head. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. So it's kind of funny, like it goes hand in hand with my games that I do play with them that his, that comes up. I also have had one of the first times I ever was there, This I was with a huge group and this was way before I came out of the closet, but of course my husband already knew. We didn't know to what extent I could do stuff, but I just was uncontrollably laughing and um, my husband's like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, he's telling me to tell the guy to shut the F up. But I'm not going to tell him that. 
and he and he's like, "Are you serious?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's la He's like yelling at me to tell the guy to shut the f up because this guy was like instigating. There's nothing here. Blah blah blah. You guys are crazy. Why did I even come? And he just was going at and not even being quiet enough for anybody to concentrate. So that was like a time that I was like, "Hey, wait, I can." I can really, what? <laughs> like, I'm, it's funny because, like, even if you know you can do something, sometimes they, it catches you off guard, I guess you could say. And that was one of the times I was like, what, what, wait, what? <laughs> it's, a wild, yeah. it's a wild journey, isn't it? Like, okay, it so is. I think something the listeners would really love to hear, too, is I know how you said when you channel, it comes through you and out of you and it's said and done, but you also said, and just like I do, if there's something just wild or crazy or a really just far out there experience that you have, you're always remember it and you're always telling that story, which do you have one of those? Um, yeah, here, how can I censor it a little bit? Um, I was doing a reading for a group. And this, I was reading um, this lady off of basically her son about circumstances he had been in. And as I kept reading her and reading into the circumstances, I kept feeling like it was hitting home. Like it was ha hitting home. Like it felt personal, close. Like it felt like it was part of me. It was the weirdest feeling I've ever ever had when doing a reading and I had to stop and ask her if this was the person she was speaking of and she said yes and it was um an actual cousin of mine that I'm not close to I barely know don't know anything of but I felt like it was like part of me it was the weirdest experience I've ever had um doing readings weirdest like I don't know this girl. Why does why does her story feel like that close to me? Wow, so the spirit was actually a cousin of yours? No, um her son was in a circumstance with her, my cousin. They were in the same um situation. Okay. And without going into detail. Um and so I, yeah, it was the weirdest thing. Weirdest thing. That was one. The other weird thing is um, I always told, I always told, how can I put this? Okay, so when I say I can't do something, I think it was even you I was talking to on one of our calls about how I can't, um, I think I was telling you how I found out that they did um, remote viewing for the government. Yeah. And my husband had said, hey, you got to go work for the government. I was like, no. Are you kidding me? Which I found out they did away with that program. But, um, or did they? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, um, I was doing like a, another little group read and I had said I could never do that. Oh, no. Yeah, no. I was in her basement, but I didn't know she had a basement. So I kept telling myself, she don't have a basement. But then when I finally said what I saw in her basement on this, you know, beige rug, it was like, holy cow, I can do that. And now I go to people's houses all the time. Yeah. And their, their spirit takes me. And I noticed, though, it, 
even though I can do it, I do it with one of their loved ones. It's not like I intrude in their house without them knowing. Um, usually it's one of their loved ones that is showing me where they go or what they do. Yeah. Um, uh, I'd love to add to this because isn't it interesting that when some, another medium brings up a technique that they do and you're like, Oh, I've never heard of that. You know, or I've never done that before. And then all of a sudden it starts happening to you. It's because you opened up to, to a technique or a modality or, or something that you didn't hear of. And now all of a sudden it's, it's part of your human experience or your knowledge. And it just starts happening. Yep. It is. It is totally, it is so true. I always tell people that, you know, are like me, Hey, don't say you can't do anything just tell them you don't want to do it because if you say you can't your guides might show you yes you can and you may not want to do it <laughs> that's true yeah remote viewing was one of my first things and one of the things that I was really good at and I mean we talked about that before about I could see that this lady had just piles and piles of stuff and these Tupperwares in her basement and I'm like I asked my husband in the beginning, I go, what good is that? What good is it telling this lady she's got too much stuff in her basement? And, you know, and my students will ask me that too. It's like, why am I getting this really random stuff that just, how is that going to help her live her life more fully? Like, what is it? What spirit's showing you so that you say it out of your mouth, it might mean something to her. She might be like, you're right. I need to clean my basement or, oh my gosh, I forgot about those Tupperwares and maybe she'll go down and find something from a past loved one. You know? Yep. That is true. It's so true. It's crazy. Like, and this kind of wraps in with that. Like, um, I never knew before, like until about like six months ago or so, that there was even names to things that I did. So like, I didn't know clairsentient or, you know, the visual, I still don't even know all of them to be honest, because I don't think a name has to be correlated to what you do. It's just a way to verify it or, you know, say what it is. But, um, yeah, I still, to this day, I'll be talking to somebody and they're like, I can do this. I'm like, what is it? I don't know if I can until you tell me what you're doing. Cause I don't know what that, I don't know the names of these things. I don't go and research that. It just happens. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah, I think, you know, that reminds me to, you know, all roads lead to the same path, so to say, you know, yeah. some people come into um, their gift by, by understanding the clairs. That's what you're talking about. The seeing, the hearing, the feeling. Some people come in to spirit through goddess work, right? Yeah. Learning about the different goddesses and some people are finding it through shamanic, you know, and for you, you just, you have it. You just didn't know what it's called, but you're still, you're doing it. Yeah, exactly. So you were, and you were born like the natural borns. That's what, that's what I call you natural borns. But it is funny because like, as I'm acknowledging that I can do these things, things are happening in my body and changes. And I'm like, okay, so now I'm questioning like, okay, so am I having heart palpitations because I'm going to another like level or is this something wrong i went to the doctor and had ekg and she looked at me and told me you are fine like what the heck so it's it's just 
it's so weird sometimes. I it's don't know. Weird and, and you're always going to keep learning. Um, and so that heart palpitation, and good for you for going to the doctor. Any other yeah. listeners, if you have heart palpitations, go to the doctor. <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. It could be another agreement. It could be another, you know, something for your your spiritual dictionary coming through. Like when that happens, it means blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I know I'm not putting that because there's heart problems in our family. So I'm going to listen to my heart. And if it starts doing that again, I'm getting it checked out. <laughs> yeah, no, good for you. But no, my ears, I do agree there, there with that. My ears are that way. I had my ears checked um, numerous times. They thought I had an autoimmune disease. Um, find out my ears are perfectly, like, my ears are actually way above normal. Um, and the hearing loss I had is perfectly fine now. So they have no clue. Like they, so now I just say it's spirit. Probably is spirit. Yeah, it is. Stuff with your ears, like a lot. Um, let's see, some, something that, um, recently came to me as my gift, right? That it's been pinpointing itself. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know I could do that. <laughs> um, is because I'm not into, I, I want to get into more astrology. I really do. But um, I'm a feeler too. Like I'm a seer and a feeler. I mean, you end up with it all, but the feeling is a big thing for me. And I'm starting to realize like you really, you know, you were the person will be, I'll be like, you really feel like really earth, like a real earth energy. And they're like, well, of course I'm a Taurus or I'm a blah, blah, blah. And so I'm like, oh, so now I've started to ask people, you know, like if you were a water sign or, you know, cause then you associate, Hey, this feeling that I'm getting equals their, their earth sign or they're a water. Mm. It's quite, it's interesting. That so is now I, told you that and you'll probably be experiencing it now too i hope not because i hope not because I, I although i find astrology very intriguing i have so much other things i want to learn that that's like last on my list <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> you're like i don't want to learn astrology no um yeah well here's the other neat thing is your gift is giving that person the information they need to hear. And if they went to go get a reading from an astrologer, they're going to get the same information. Yes. I find that very intriguing. Like there's a girl I know that she does astrology work and she has, she has no um, gifts like, like what we possess, like no mediumship, no, nobody talks to her or whatever. And, but she, when she does her astrology, she can, pretty much pinpoint these people and what they're doing and what's to come from astrology. And I just find it so fascinating. Like it is so neat. Very neat. It is really cool. I was at a psychic fair a few months ago and a girl came and sat and I gave her the reading. I said the same thing. Like you really need to work with the, um, with the uh, trees. You, you really need to stay working with planet earth. Um, I'm like, you need to live somewhere near a tree. You just have to. And everything I said to her, she goes, everything you just said to me is almost exactly what I just heard from that guy that gave me an astrology reading. I go, you're kidding me. And that's when I realized that all of these tools that we have, they're all tools. 
and it's yep. going to come through whether it's what planet you're spinning on <laughs> when you were born or what your energy is emitting and what we're picking up or what you're I agree I'd say it's cool right it is it's it's fascinating it truly is so um I really want to thank you for being on the podcast today before we you know wrap it up I would love for you to share how the listeners can connect with you um and maybe get a reading or or you know follow, start following you yeah um on Facebook I'm worthy of light with Wendy I have worthy of light with Wendy a page and a group in the group we do a lot of um self-help and few like you can um win readings through me um, but there's a lot of fun things I do on there because I have a passion for helping people in their everyday life. Um, but then also my website's worthyoflight.com. So you could head over there too. Um, it's not like too foo-foo-y, but there's some information there. But yeah, I can be found either on Facebook or, or on my website. That's beautiful. And so you obviously you do readings over the internet or over the phone. Yes, I do. And that's my primarily how I do it. Um, I even do distant Reiki, which I think is awesome. Uh, I never thought, never in my life would I have thought $1-800 psychic would ever work, um, let alone Reiki. And I can tell you that sometimes it's way more powerful than even being in person because, you know, you don't have to worry about what your face looks like as you're doing your readings or sending energy to them. So. Yeah, like that's my number one modality is probably doing it through the internet in a, um, I love to use Zoom. So it's one-on-one -on -one and getting feedback back right away. So I've had some, uh, well, I've everybody said they love it that way. So Beautiful. Unless, unless you're in the area where I live in Northwest Indiana, more than likely it's all done through the internet. That's beautiful. I like how you said too about the Reiki, how powerful the distance Reiki is. Um, I'd like to add to that too, because um, while Reiki isn't really on my menu any longer when it was, the one people that would um, get the distance Reiki, like 99% of the time they fell asleep. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because they're so comfortable in their own environment. Yeah, that's true. Reiki, so what I would always do is say, okay, um, you know, talk to them for a couple minutes. Now I want you to lay down and, I, and I'm going to do this, you know, the service and, you know, call me back in 20, 30 minutes or whenever you wake up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I fell asleep. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. No, I haven't had anyone fall asleep yet, but I could totally see how that could happen. Totally. When you do your long distance Reiki, do you, does spirit come through too? For the person? Yes. Yes, I do. I asked, I ask when I'm doing Reiki, um, for spirit to tell me anything and ever, anything that would, um, help them achieve a better service from me and help them in their body. Um, because a lot of times things that are, you know, causing issues in your body are past issues past things that come up um and if you don't even if you thought you dealt with it and you haven't or you just pushed it to the side sometimes those things will creep up and 
they tell me this is what she needs to work on. This is why she has this done. Or, um, you know, hint to this. They give me hints. They tell me what has happened. Um, and like I said, because they don't come for a reading, I only ask for the, the information to help them in their body achieve the best. So I don't get everything. Um, sometimes I'll get like something off the wall, but I realize after the fact, oh, that person came through because they needed, they needed that happy, happiness, mental happiness, you know, like yeah. that friend that said, uh, you I look like gorgeous. You, um, you set your separate intentions for the, the different service. I like that. Yes. So you're most telling, definitely you're telling spirit, Hey spirit, this is, this is what I want to know. Yeah. I don't want to know their whole life. I don't want to know what you guys did together. I just need to know from their higher self um, and if spirits are around that want to tell me what, you know, they need to know to help their body because, you know, we're all connected. Well, you're all connected. So in any way possible to help someone feel better and be better, that's, that's, what, that's the way I use it. Although you don't have to be a psychic or a medium to do Reiki at all. I just use it to add to my service, I guess you yeah. could say. Oh, yeah. All you Reiki practitioners out there, you are the bomb.com. Okay. Yes, we all are. <laughs> and we're all different, and that's why I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every Reiki modality is different. Some people um, at the local shop here, we had um, – two Reiki clients. So here I am doing a Reiki client spirits been sending me Reiki clients three weeks in a row now. Um, <laughs> and then somebody else was on the other side of the wall. And all of a sudden I hear all this drumming, drum, 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 and all this rattling and shaking and whistling. And I'm like, what is going on? And the other shamanic. They were doing shamanic Reiki. So he's like, and he, at the end, I asked the practitioner, I go, Hey, I thought we were both doing the same thing, but you sound like you're having a lot more fun over there. <laughs> And um, he says, I like to add sound to it because it just takes them another level, this, this healing session. And I was like, that is so cool. You know, I, I actually took a shamanic um, seminar this past weekend. So yeah, I'm looking, the foundation of Reiki is still my passion, but I am looking into um, that particular modality i guess you could say to see if i can add anything that would help my clients that would be cool like um something i think is really neat that i want to look into a little bit more is that soul retrieval yes i did that on somebody the other day that was so cool that is cool so it's like going yeah. back and, and retrieving a little piece that got yeah. from trauma or something right yeah um if you let's say um let's say your parents got in this huge fight and it was very traumatic, you know, like they were throwing things at each other and stuff. Sometimes, um, especially as children will put up walls like and to forget about it, to not acknowledge it or just to, um, you know, get away from it. So that little piece that you took away, so you don't feel that, Although I still believe it's still attached to you, it's still, it's kind of like I'm not there. So by asking the soul that particular part 
to come back and reattaching it to your full soul, I believe, not that you're going to relive that, but it's going to help you in other ways in your life. Right. I've heard people actually feel more whole after those um, sessions, and it makes sense. It makes complete sense. It does. It, it truly does. It, it's amazing. Like I said, it's new to me, so I'm still um, playing with it, per se, to see exactly. Um, and I, I've noticed that every single person does it probably a little bit of a different way. So it's very interesting, and I'm excited to incorporate it into my Reiki sessions and possibly just doing them, you know, one-on-one -on -one with people. Yeah, that would be cool. Have a whole nother service too. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful how we keep growing and shifting and learning and your gift and your your gift to this world, right? Is, yes. Is expanding and expanding and it's a wild, amazing ride, you know? I truly believe that, yes. And and I truly believe that everybody can have some kind of experience with it. Amen. Everybody. Amen. Yeah. We're all here, you know, awakening at different levels and seeking different things. Whatever your stomach wants, that's your soul. Yeah. It wants to learn. So Exactly. Well, I am so happy to have you have had you on the podcast today. Again, so worthyoflight.com and worthy of light with Wendy on Facebook. Yeah, um, thank you for having me. You're so welcome. So you have a beautiful day, and, and um, I'm excited to hear what all the listeners think about this episode of the podcast. Awesome. Have a great one, too. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know someone else who is spiritually awakened or igniting a world-changing brand, please send them my way. It will benefit the world if you help me get this pod and message to as many listeners as I can. Again, if you liked what you heard, it would mean a lot to me if you took 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I will be forever grateful. Until the next episode, stay present, stay grounded, and shine your light.